Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. Brock Seals is a painter. You may have seen his work at the Contemporary Art Museum St. Louis or on that mural downtown honoring George Floyd. He's also the designer of some one-of-a-kind sneakers and a hip-hop artist, as this track demonstrates. Is key. I get what I desire. I ain't speaking wishfully. I had to step up cause I was determined to succeed. I used to be laid back, let way cats over Murray's grease. Canvas and Angeles, that's the perfect combination. Started and finished it. That was Law by the artist Brock Seals. And these days, he considers himself an artivist. His art and activism are intertwined, and he feels that identity so keenly, he's titled his upcoming album, The Artivist. And he joins us today to talk about it. Brock Seals, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. So your work seems to be everywhere these days, but it's not always for happy reasons. You painted George Floyd downtown. You painted Chadwick Boseman on the Wash U campus. Does it feel like good people dying has been in some ways good for your career? Um, I consider myself like a, a keeper of time. So I like to, you know, just highlight some of these moments that are in, like, the culture. So I'm just kind of keeping record of what's going on. Mm-hmm. So you earned your bachelor's degree in fine arts from UMSL. Have you always been an activist as, as well, or did that take more time for you to feel ready to speak out? Um, I've always had my opinion on things, but I was never the type to, you know, to put it out there as much as I could. But it wasn't until I kind of, got really comfortable with my art and I found that I could use my art to speak for me is when I kind of, you know, got activated. And was there a turning point when you were like, yes, this is the issue I want to speak out about right now? Um, I'd probably say around the time I did the George Floyd mural, I was doing a couple other things related and it kind of just, it just made sense for the time. You know, I just felt like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I got good, you know, good response back from that. So I was like, let me just keep it going. And so from there, I mean, you see this as a big part of what you want to work on going forward? Absolutely. I've seen, like, how I've been able to touch certain people and uh, the response that I've gotten from it. And I'm actually comfortable with doing it and I'm having fun. So I feel like this is a good direction for me. So your latest musical release, it's a track called It's Up. I want to have a listen to that. Yeah. Okay, J Roll flows roll this in an Uber. I prefer chauffeur if I'm gonna be the shooter. Yeah, ten if it's suit, I just shot with the boosters. Hey. I'm finna see big bad shit, I predict the future Hey, let go First God blessed me with the gift of gab Told niggas, look, I'm a painter, they looked at me and laughed I bet I changed their mind when I pull up with that bag See this shit different when it's something you never had And that is It's Up by the artist Brock Seals. Now the hook on that song is I'm about to touch the sky, but I can't take this on my own What do you mean by that? Basically... I'm about to do some really big things. I want to make some big change, but I need your help. Hmm. Asking people to join along in your cause? 
Yeah, definitely. And it's just me being humble. You know, I might not always be right. I may not always have the answers. So I'm going to need your help. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. But I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to make something happen. And it feels like such an optimistic song, even though there's kind of this bittersweet note in it. It feels like you feel like good things are on the way. Is, is that a fair reading? Absolutely. I love speaking positivity and, you know, bringing life into my music. So so you say in the song, told people that I'm a painter and they laughed. I bet I changed their mind when I pull up with the bag, meaning <laughs> meaning money. Are you making a good yeah. living off art at this point? Uh, right now, it's pretty nice. It's fair. I appreciate, you know, all the opportunities. So you've said that everything is your canvas. Do you mean everything literally? Literally everything. I mean, I'm the type of person that wants to paint something that I've never painted before or something I've never seen painted. You know, I mean, a lot of artists can relate. They see the world different. So every time I'm driving or I'm out and about, I look at things like, oh, man, that would be a good art piece, you know, or how would they look different if I painted it? So. so what have been some of your more unusual canvases? Give us an example. Uh, just recently, I painted a house. A house? So that was kind of like, yeah, a house. Was this your house? house? No, it's not my house. It's um, a lady, she contacted me. To, uh, she's starting the gallery, and it's going to be like a home gallery. So she wanted the outside of the siding of the house to be painted, like a mural. Wow. So, yeah, so that was that was crazy. And it was like, uh, I was super nervous about doing that because I hadn't done anything to that scale, you know, besides like the murals around. But a house with the side and it's, it's really uh it's really difficult you know it's not just like a flat flat wall so yeah and doing a house feels so personal like if this woman didn't end up liking what you did that this would just yeah. be awful for her yeah and the neighbors too so you know you got a lot of people you know you got to please with that one but it worked out good everybody loves it so what is the mural of on this house uh it's of one of my patterns i do a lot of abstract patterns so this one is um you know, just one of my signature patterns that you can notice. Okay. And you use a lot of bright colors. Is that also the case with this house? Oh, no. We had to do something a little more easy on the eyes because, you know, we got a lot of neighbors around. So this was uh, more subdued tones, but it still has a, like a really big statement, you know. It's something that'll catch your eye. So this house, I don't want to blow up this poor woman's spot, but could people drive by and, and easily check this out if they were interested? Uh, yeah, I think she's still getting everything up and running. So we'll have the information out shortly. But um, it is done. You can check my Instagram page and you can see the pictures of it and all that. So Okay. Well, we recommend <laughs> if you're interested in seeing more about this mural that Brock Seals has done on a house, you can check out his Instagram page. We'll also have that linked on our um, St. Louis Public Radio website. That's stlpublicradio.org if people want to check that out. Now, I know your canvases aren't all that big. You're also painting uh, cleats for pro athletes. <laughs> How did that come yeah. about? Um, let me see. This had to be around like 2014, 2015. Um, my brother, Nicholas Coulter, he um, he reached out to me and was like, hey, I got some cleats for you to paint. And at this time, I was just doing shoes. And I was like, man, you know, I'm not really comfortable with painting cleats. And he was like, uh, these are for a Rams player. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. You know, <laughs> yeah, that'll, that that'll get a quick yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, it started then in 2015. And from then, we've worked with different NFL athletes, um, soccer athletes, just, you know, a wide array of different people who, you know, are professional athletes. So this is me not being a professional athlete or, or anybody with uh, with much in the way of style. How do you possibly um, bring style to cleats? It seems like you're working with such a small canvas that that's, uh, goes largely unnoticed by so many people. Um, 
I'm a big sneakerhead, so I love shoes. I love different colors, different patterns. So I just take that same approach when I'm, you know, doing cleats. Of course, I have to do more prepping because, you know, cleats are like different materials and, you know, stuff like that. So we have to prep them to make sure that they last while they're on the field or court or wherever they play. Mm-hmm. Have any of these athletes brought you back for a repeat commission? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was doing, um, man, at a point in time, it was just like every Sunday I would have something to do for some type of athlete. Just last year, I did cleats for uh, Harrison Bader, the center fielder for the Cardinals. And that was like a big break for me as well. That turned out really nice. Wow. I assume these cleats, these are also on your Instagram if people want to check out this work? Yeah, yeah. Everything's on my Instagram. Okay. I post daily. And that uh, that Instagram, that's at Seals Brock. And we're talking, of course, to the artist Brock Seals. Um, and he's Correct. telling us about where art and activism combine. He now calls himself the artivist. Um, yes. Brock, you've compared yourself to Andy Warhol. Uh, what, what do you see in him that, uh, that you want to emulate? Um, I just like how he was able to, like, to keep the time. You know, some of his art, it kind of captured the time period that he was in. You know, he did a good job of that. So that's what I mean when I say, like, keeper of time. Like, you know, just commentating on what's going on now, some of the, you know, pop culture influences, you know, just through my eyes. Mm -hmm. And it also feels kind of like Warhol that you have a really commercial eye. And I I mean that as a compliment. Like, you kind of know what people want and, and what people might be willing to pay for. Do you see yourself ever having a factory like like Warhol had a factory where you'd have people making all these prints for you and at work on Brock Seals, Inc.? Is that part of your long term goal? No, that sounds really good. (laughs) <laughs> I'd like to have something like that. You know, it'd probably give me a little rest. I work a lot and I do a lot of this stuff, you know, just on my own. So if I can get a little help just so I can spread it, you know, so it can be more accessible to people in other countries and other states. So I, I, could, mind that. I could twist your arm into that vision, but it doesn't sound like something that, that you were really planning. I am, but I may need your help to, you know, help me push that along. (laughs) There you go. You're going to enlist me in your cause. Well, so tell me how all of this began. Uh, Did you grow up here in St. Louis? Yeah, born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. And you began rapping, I understand, in the sixth grade. What what originally got you into that? Well, uh, I went to Jennings. So we had a, um, like, after-school program to where we had a studio in the school and you could like make you could rap and make your own music, but it had to be you know positive, of course, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So that was my first introduction into recording in a professional studio and you know actually writing my own music and stuff like that. So it's it's just stuck with me since then. And then why did you decide to study fine arts at UMSL rather than continue to focus on your music at that point? Um, I chose well first. After high school, I studied fashion. Oh. Because I, I was really big into fashion. So I went to Chicago to study fashion at Columbia College, Chicago. It wasn't until I lost my scholarship and I had to come back to St. Louis. So I started to go to Flow Valley. And they didn't have a fashion program. So I was like, okay, back against the wall. I got to, you know, come up with something. Like, what can I do? Mm-hmm. What can I, you know, pursue? Because I felt like I needed to, you know, to prove myself again because I had let myself down, not only my family and stuff like that. So I was like, you know, art seemed like a cool thing to do. I didn't know how to use a paintbrush prior to then. I was scribbling still. So, you know, I had to learn everything. And that, you got an associate's degree there? Is is that what happened, that? Yeah, I got my associate's at Flow Valley, and then from there I went to UMSL. 
Okay, so that sort of took you down the road of visual art. Do you feel like fashion is still your first love, even though you have this interest in in art and fashion? Yeah, yeah, I kind of mix the two. So that's why I paint on a lot of shoes, clothing, and stuff like that. That's kind of like me merging my love for fashion with my newly love for art. Hmm. Do you feel pressure to sort of pick a lane? You have all these these different things you're interested in. No, I don't feel the pressure at all. If anything, it's like relief because I got a... I have kind of a short attention span with when I'm working on certain things, you know, I I may get tired of it and let me hop in this lane or let me hop back in there. So, you know, I can never really make my mind up. <laughs> so it keeps it fresh that you can just sort of dive yeah. back and forth. Absolutely. It's, it's rewarding. Well, as we mentioned um, early in this conversation, you're working on a new album. You're calling it The Artivist. How will this project be different than your other work? Well, this project, it's a little more personal. It's talking about my journey from a... Uh, from high school to college, just navigating life, trying to find, you know, my purpose, my meaning, what am I here to do? And uh, and it talks about me finding that with, um, you know, what I've been doing as of late with the artivism. So it just gives you insight more onto that. So you feel like you found your purpose. Are, are you hoping to inspire others to be able to find theirs? Absolutely. I've been, you know, an advocate for that for a while. Even when I thought, I mean, I've always known my purpose, but, um, yeah, I just want to inspire people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so for people who are, who've been intrigued by our conversation today, um, I know they can find you on Instagram again, that's at seals Brock, but what are a couple Mm -hmm. places where they can see your public art around the city? Um, we have the George Floyd mural that's at big shark bike shop on locust. Um, let me see. Let I understand see. you have an arch um, in Forest Park right now for the Shakespeare Festival. Yeah, yeah, we had that, but they took it down because it was just uh, just for a period of time. Oh, okay. You also have a, a piece at Wash U right now. Is is the Chadwick Boseman piece still up there? Yeah, yeah, that's at Wash U right now. That's at their uh, South Forty underpass, right up under Forsyth. Okay, the so South uh, Forty underpass. Yeah, and it's a um, it's like a fifty foot mural. It was myself. I collaborated with uh, five different other artists. But yeah, the Chadwick Boseman piece is there. So that might be one of the biggest ones to check out. And it sounds like also Big Shark uh, downtown. That would be a great place for people to see what you've been up to. Yeah. And I also painted a sphere. It's in uh, it's in Clayton. I believe it's McPherson. That may be or may not be the right place. But uh, it was a sphere. I collaborated with me and uh, James Solomon. Um it's like right in front of the hotel building. So Okay. Well, look for a spear in out. front of a Clayton Hotel building. Brock Seals, I tell you, his work is everywhere. You can find him on Instagram, at Seals Brock. So, Brock Seals, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And we're actually going to go out of the show with another new track, and this one is called New Jeep. You might drown off this drip, but if you move like the current, you will float just like the ship. I move all like Warhol. My Jeep about that word dog. I move all like Warhol. My G's about that word dog. Yeah, we already shoot like corn. Yeah, Luffy on my side. And we gone steady. Tomorrow on St. Louis on the Air, we'll check in with the former provost of Washington University. That's Holden Thorpe. He's now the editor-in-chief of Science Magazine. He's launched a blistering attack on President Trump. He'll explain why. And we'll also meet an emerging artist whose work is now on display at the Contemporary Art Museum St. Louis. Podcast episodes of St. Louis on the Air are available at stlpublicradio.org or subscribe for free wherever you get your podcasts. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. That's 90.7 KWMU.
you. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Fenske. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.